Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Successful Women's TV Show. My name is Galit Ventura-Rosen. I am co-founder of Everyday Woman TV and a professional speaker. My favorite thing in the world is to show up every week and share with you stories of encouragement, inspiration. Today, I am more than excited to have with me Tia. Welcome, Tia. Hello, hello. So happy to be here. Thank oh my God, you. I'm so excited to have you. So Tia is not too far away. She's in St. George, Utah, yeah. which is just a skip and a jump from Vegas. <laughs> but Tia is somebody that I've been watching for quite some time in her journey, and she'll share with you her story herself. So I'm going to share a little bit about Tia, and then we're going to jump right into a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and I know to hers. Right, turning challenges into life opportunities. So let me say that again, turning challenges into life opportunities. So here we go. Tia B. Stokes. She's a cancer th thriver. Cancer thriver. I love that <laughs> word. She's a mother of five, like she doesn't have enough going on already. A mother of five, a wife, a business owner, cancer thriver, YouTuber, and TikTok star. Her positivity and light has reached millions across the globe. Tia loves life and all of life's opportunities. She is excited to share her story with you. So let's just jump right in. Yay! Away, Tia, and I'll jump in and ask some questions, but please share your journey. I connected with you because of social media. I connected with you because of your story. So please share with everybody what that is. Yes. So I am a mother of five. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I was hit with a life changing, I like to call it opportunity. Um, of course, um, cancer is something that you never think will be a part of your life, right? I mean, um, but for me, on April 24, 2020, I was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia, which is blood cancer. And uh, by the looks of my blood smears, um, my doctors thought I was already in a coma because I was so sick and so severe. I just had my little girl, Rose, who was six months at the time, and um, I had been sick this whole time leading up until my diagnosis. And so when I was diagnosed, um, my doctors literally told me I had an hour to get to the hospital. So I, my husband dropped me off on the steps of LDS hospital, like a package. Because of went, COVID, he would have never COVID. done that. <laughs> yeah, because had of no COVID, choice. I, mean, I said goodbye to my kids, you know, my five kids, and I went to fight for my life and it changed my life. But it was definitely something that I feel like I had two choices. You know, you have two choices when you get hit with something like this in your life. And you, for me, I could either take it and, you know, curl up in a ball and cry and be miserable and hide from the world and hide in my dark room all by myself and fight this, or I could continue to show up and, you know, turn this obstacle or trial or challenge into an opportunity for me to grow and to become who I'm meant to be. So I lost my hair. I lost all, a lot of weight because I had mouth sores and I couldn't eat. I was on IV nutrition. I had sores up and down my body from the chemotherapy. I was on the really, really aggressive chemotherapy, um, which they call is the red devil. And um, it was really, really, really hard. But I, you know, for me, it was a choice. It was a choice to get up and dance 
every day. So I would get up every single day in my hospital room and I would do a TikTok and I would dance. And because I was still alive, I still had a voice. I still had a, you know, a soul, a heart. And I had this passion for wanting to just spread goodness, you know, throughout this opportunity. Um, I would get on and I would spread a message and something that could hopefully uplift others, you know, going through this world pandemic together, we were all in this together. Um, and I was in this hospital room fighting for my life, but also wanting to turn this obstacle into something that could hopefully inspire and help other people that were going through really hard times at this time. So, um, you I'm are sorry. Take it. But, that's okay. You are amazing. You're just real and genuine. And this is a real experience. Yeah. I want to take you back a little bit just because, first of all, you're amazing because you're, I've seen two types of people. I've seen the people that have gone through something like this or similar that hold on to all the pieces. And I've seen people just tell the story like it's just a part of your life and you've moved on in some shape or form. Obviously, it's always going to be a part of your life. But what I want to share with you that people may not know is a few things that I do from watching you and being on this journey through social media with you pretty much since day one, if I was really honest, as far as I can remember. Yeah. Well, it was a time when people were home. We were looking for something to do. That's why TikTok blew up the way it did. That's why a lot of us that never thought we'd be on there because it was really a teeny boppy app got on. I want you to take me back to that. First and foremost, I want people to know that you, in my in my opinion, please correct me, you really are, in a sense, a type of professional dancer. Aren't you, Tia? You've been doing yes, I, Well, I, I danced for Beyonce when I was 17 oh, professional old, dancer. I've been managed, yeah. So I've, I've had my times with, yes, yeah. So the reason I say that is because you got up and danced because in some shape or form, that really was a type of therapy for you, oh, a type totally. of connection. So I want you to take me for a few minutes there so those that listen and watch can understand why dance, even though it was TikTok, but so many people get on TikTok, me, one of them, and just do motivational speaking. Yeah. Why dance and where did you find that courage, that, that inner way to get up every single day? Yes. So I've been dancing since I was 10. My sister, Irene, was my mentor, my trainer. So yes, that's all I wanted to be was a backup dancer. And at 17 years old, I actually had my first dancing opportunity as a backup dancer for Beyonce Knowles. And then I went on to do a lot of other cool opportunities and experiences. And dance was always a part of my life. And so when I was diagnosed with cancer, uh, my doctor actually came in my room because I was by myself alone, you know, and one of the biggest ways to fight cancer is to move your body. Like you have to either go for a walk or, you know, ride a bike or something just to get your lungs moving constantly. Okay. So when he told me that, he said, you got to get up every day for 15 minutes. And so I decided, I, you know, I'm a dancer. So why not? And this, you know, new TikTok app just came out and I had done it a little bit here and there. So it was the easiest way for me to be able to get up and move my body. So I did. So every day for 15 minutes, I would learn a dance and then I would put out a positive message or an update with a dance. And, you know, dance for me is joy. You know, I feel like it's a way for people to express happiness. It's a, pe it's a way for people to express goodness. It brings, I mean, when you watch people dance, it's just, you just smile because you just see somebody 
living their best life in this, you know, authentic, genuine, don't care what anybody thinks, right? And I feel like that's like really therapeutic and also very, very healing to my journey. And I feel like when we watch dance, when we do dance, it just is so, I mean, you can't help but put music on, just move your body. However, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a professional dancer, but however, and it just automatically brings that spark to being able to find the joy and the goodness. And it brings those happy feelings, right? <laughs> it really does. I'm, I love dance. Yes. I'm nowhere near a professional. I took jazz for like 14 years because I just loved it. Even through my pregnancies, even more 20 plus, yeah. I still take dance classes. I'm not that good, but I still do it. I'm a good example, but turning on the music when I get home from a long day of oh, work, yeah. right straight into cooking, straight into what you got to do at home. I don't have to tell you, you have five kids that are younger, <laughs> way younger than mine. And I turn on the music in my family room, which is attached to my kitchen and everything's better. Yeah. So I love that you recognize that having some kind of passion, having some kind of love for something is a great therapy. And then you found a way to incorporate that. I also want you to share with everybody so they can, for a few minutes, really understand what you went through. Now, let me explain to you what I mean, just real simple. And then I want to jump into this turning challenges into life opportunities, because I know that's where your heart is. Um, <clears throat> the time frame between that first time you went to the hospital and finally getting that you're, you're doing better. And I don't know if the right word is remission yet. You'll correct me, but is that the correct word right now? Remission, yeah. Okay, great. Uh -huh. I want you to, how long was that? So from the time okay. I was diagnosed till when I was put in remission was about a year because I was, um, I had to end up having, because <clears throat> of all the chemotherapies I was having and which were literally killing my body, you know, killing my bone marrow and everything. Um, I had to have a transplant. So I ended up having to have a bone marrow transplant. And then it was like a hundred days after that, that I was put in remission. So, yeah. Okay. Now also, cause remember I followed your story. Yeah. During that year, how much time did you spend in the hospital? About nine months. I really want this to be clear to everybody. This yeah. is why I'm doing this. Even though I know you, you're like me, we talk in facts, <laughs> but I want people to understand really the journey. And during that nine months, how many times did you also have COVID? I had COVID. So I had COVID once during that nine months. Okay. It's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On top when, of all that, <laughs> this is plenty. Yeah. And I mean, that one time was, Bad. I mean, I was in the hospital in isolation for like a month and a half because of the COVID. So, so now we've got this journey where out of nowhere, you get this diagnosis, nine months of fighting for your life, showing up every day dancing, sharing your journey, good and bad with the world. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Now, Tia, you've got to take us there. Most people would be done. I'm going to be honest with you. Most people say, I couldn't imagine what you went through. They mean it. I mean, it. I can't even imagine what you went through. Watching someone you love go through it, which I have multiple people in my life is totally different yeah. than going through. Nobody can understand what you went through except for you. Yeah. So now take us into this mindset because I love how you use that in our pre-interview. The yeah. mindset pieces of turning your challenges into life opportunities and tell people watching that hopefully have way less 
stuff going on in their life. Yeah. Way less. We don't wish this on anyone. And how they can take those challenges and turn them into opportunities. Yes. So for me, you know, after this month of being in the hospital for the first 31 days, um, I actually, the day I was going home on um, May 24th, um, I got the unexpected news that my mom passed away and my mom wasn't sick. There was nothing wrong. She just passed away in her sleep. And I feel like for anybody, you know, losing, losing somebody, especially a parent, um, and then putting it on top of a cancer diagnosis during the pandemic um, was really, really hard. But something that, you know, I feel like my foundation was set on as a young kid through my parents was, you know, obviously, you know, God and having this bigger plan and bigger purpose for all of us. But the only way that we can achieve our bigger plan and our bigger purpose is through these opportunities, which, you know, are obstacles and trials and challenges and being able to call them and look at them as opportunities is our opportunity to grow, to become more like him, you know, in a sense of finding compassion and love and being able to serve and finding gratitude every single day. And which I really truly believe took me through the next step of my opportunity, which was, you know, round two of chemo, I lost my ability to walk. I lost my ability to talk. I lost my fine motor skills. I had to do physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. I mean, it's a miracle I'm speaking today <laughs> as clear as I am. And, um, I mean, and then being diagnosed with COVID right after that and back in the hospital and then getting the news of being able to need it. I had to have a transplant and, you know, all these things that just feel like in life that just boom, 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 which happens to all of us. It's when it rains, of course, we even yeah. have to sing for it, it, it don't rains, we? Course, but the beautiful thing of it and which I, I want everybody in the world to know is because I get so much so often, T, you're so happy. How do you find the good in every single situation and how do you still rely on God? And it's one of those things where it's like, how do you not rely on God? Like how, how is it not him? Like, yes. And it, it makes me emotional because I think, you know, yes, it's so easy to, to think, wow, all these horrible things keep happening to us, but you know, rainbows don't exist without the storm. You know, flowers don't exist without the rain. We have to have them. Like it has to have, we have to, we get to have them. And then I love the quote that I think that was huge throughout, you know, this opportunity was, you know, sometimes we don't get to choose the music life plays for us, but we get to choose how we dance to it. And that was just so fitting for my journey because I dance through my journey. I'm still dancing through my journey. And I feel like dance is, like we said earlier, is so therapeutic, brings instant happiness, helps us to feel that joy no matter our situation. So for me, and honestly, the opportunities don't stop. I mean, yes, I had a transplant. I was put in remission, but then I, you know, got GVHD, graft versus host disease. And then I was put on steroids and I, you know, my looks changed completely. And then there was people online talking about the way I looked and you know, so being able to find, you know, the joy and the gratitude throughout life, 
I truly, for me, I truly believe that helps us to be able to find the opportunities and who we're becoming. And look at, I'm here today. You know, I'm here to be a mom to my five kids. I'm an entrepreneur. I own a dance studio that dances for a cause for mm -hmm. families in need now today, which I've been doing for 16 years. Um, I own my own Tia B website. You know, I'm, I'm, I have my own clothing line now. I mean, I'm a motivational speaker. I mean, there's so many great opportunities. Yes. That come yes. Well, that's cancer diagnosis, you know, yeah, a, so. lot of that, a lot of that has to do with you. <laughs> um, I, and so for those listening and watching, I do want to go back a little bit with a little bit of the story and some of the things Tia said, first and foremost, whatever you believe in, believe in something. Yes. So um, Tia and I both believe in God. I'm one of those people that through a lot of my challenges and obstacles, I probably pray more now than I ever <laughs> did in my entire life. Yes. So I know that when things are not going as I would prefer, those are the words I like to use, <laughs> not going as I would like to prefer, that is what brings me solace. But whatever yeah. it is that brings whatever you, it is, universe, if it's God, if it's yes, statue, I don't care. No, um, it's just my personality, and I think Tia's personality is knowing that we believe in something, something bigger than us, allows us to recognize there's got to be something bigger playing. Totally. Oh, totally. But what I want to go to is if you could share, like, if somebody came up to you right now. And said to you, Tia, look, I'm going through a challenge. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay. I just broke up with my husband or yes. but even the simplest thing. <laughs> if you could give me three things that I could now walk away with that I know that I can use today within myself, for myself, do for myself, that would possibly allow me, help me, benefit me to turn my challenges into life opportunities. What three things would you share? Three things. Yes. Three things. Okay. In any order. <laughs> Number one is get a grateful journal. Write in that grateful journal three things that you're grateful for every single day. Every that. single day. I'm all about consistency. I'm all about consistency and things that are doable, right? That you don't feel overwhelmed or stressed out already, but things that you can just do, da 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 da, be done, right? And you might not think that's going to make a huge difference, but after amount of time and that consistency, it starts to add up and it starts to help you to really focus on the things that are good in life. So I would say first and foremost, write down three things that you're grateful for every single day. Love that. Two, yep. Two, I would say is, I know this might seem silly and kind of crazy, but compliment people, whoever it is. Find something in everybody you come in contact with to be able to find something positive about that person, whether it be their hair or their eyes or the way they smile or the way they're, they light up a room. Tell them, because I truly believe that the more we speak positivity and goodness to other people, it resonates into our own lives and it starts to become more about who we are, you know, who we're becoming. Um, and three, um, three, I had it in my, oh, three, I would say move every day for 15 minutes. And I, that goes back to my, you know, 15 minutes every day of when I was in the hospital, but I truly believe it starts. It helps you mentally. It helps you with your heart. It helps you with your soul. It helps you spiritually, whatever that may be. Um, and honestly, I feel like that just moving every day, like I said, consistency, like with gratitude, 
um, helps us to feel better about ourselves so we can be able to give that love and find more love for others as well. Yeah, and it's also good for your body. A lot of oh us, my gosh, yes. A lot of us spend most of our day sitting, and yeah. that idea that you're getting up and moving. And I love to swim, and so yeah. after dark, because you know where I live, it's so hot. <laughs> after dark, I get in the pool every day and I swim, and it's just peaceful, pin drop quiet. Again, I don't have babies, so pin drop quiet, um, peaceful under the stars yeah. in the dark. That whatever it is that works for you, yeah. do something every day. Every day. Your body is meant to move. It's not, yes. meant it's not meant to be on your phone. My friends, yes. they don't know what to do with themselves anymore. No. Tia. Feel, well, and I feel like work, um, moving your body is a yes. sense of also prayer, you know, yeah. like, I feel like it's a time for you. It's your time to connect with whatever you're you know, whatever your higher power is, whatever it is, it's, it's your time to have that connection. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I'd love for you to spend a few minutes telling everybody about what you're up to. Yeah. So they can learn more about you. Um, if it's your businesses or any type of event, anything that you want, your clothing line, I just kind of want everybody to yeah. get in touch with the things you're doing now. I love it. Yes. So what I'm doing now is I dance for a cause. So I have a dance studio called the vault dance studio. Um, and we put on benefit concerts for families in need and we donate a hundred percent of the proceeds to families in the, in communities, wherever I teach at. So you can go to the for that. Um, I'm also a motivational speaker. So I travel speaking, um, and I put on conventions, which is called becoming, uh, becoming who we're meant to be through our life opportunities and finding the joy throughout the journey. And so I have my next one coming up in October, uh, which you can check out on tiab.org, as well as my new clothing line, which is all about positivity and love and being able to, you know, feel a connection and a sense of community and know that you're not alone, no matter what you're going through. So, and that is also on tiab.org. And then I'm also on YouTube, I'm on TikTok and Instagram under the Tia B Stokes. So Yay. we're just living our best lives and I'm being a mom. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. And it's B-E-E, -E, right, Tia? Yes, B-E-E. -E. Yeah, T-I-A-B-E-E.org. Yes, you got it. I just yep. want to make sure so we have that so everybody knows the spelling because I hear B and I'm like, let her be. Okay. <laughs> no, I, B as in buzzing B. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for sharing your journey from with me, with our viewers and listeners. Thank you for all that you're doing to show good in this world that sometimes is a little crazy. Yeah. And thank you for not giving up so you can continue living your best life and sharing it with everybody else. It has been such a pleasure having you on my show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for this opportunity to share. And I hope more than anything, everybody that is listening or watching knows that there's hope and to keep fighting no matter what you're going through. You're not alone. So. We only have one life. We might as well make it the best one. I mean, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I don't know what happened before I got here. I don't know what happens after. So I might as well, right? Yes. I mean, I'm being a little goofy, but when Tia says something like that, for me, it just makes sense. And for those of you listening and watching, let's make it make sense for you too. So get out there and live your best life. My goodness, if this woman can can 
survive and continue to blossom after what she went through, which to me was just, oh my gosh, do you really have an excuse, guys? Let's go. <laughs> we got this. Kim, you, me, we got this. <laughs> right? Thank you so much, Tia. And thank you to everybody listening and watching to another episode of the Successful Woman's TV show. My name is Galit Ventura-Rosen, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you.